Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ranking Thrones. And we are at the second edition of the Dance of the Dragons Melee. Mm -hmm. I am James Kelly. I'm Evan Camacho. And let's just <clears throat> dive right into it. Um, last week, though, um, actually, no, let's not dive into it just yet. Um, last week, we had the really fun uh, melee where we talked about um, Aegon the... Um, Aegon the Unlikely, um, Baylor the Blessed, uh, Megor the Cruel, and Jaehaerys the Conciliator, they all competed. And mm -hmm. we ultimately, it was a really hard battle between Megor and Jaehaerys, but Jaehaerys won the day. And he is advancing to the final round. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll see who who gets to face off against the Conciliator in this this week's episode. Um, but before we do that, a little just recap and fun of the highest and lowest in our categories. This Ooh. week we're doing highest and lowest in The Warrior. Okay. So, number five, Aegon the Conqueror with 16. Okay. Number four, Jaehaerys the Conciliator, 17.5. Interesting. He's the highest um, dragon riot. Rider score. Mm -hmm. Like um, you and me, we both said like basically, if you have dragons, it's kind of it's not cheating, but it's kind of like well, you are operating at this it's, huge advantage. You're you're operating at the not only X and Y, but you're operating at the Z level. Yeah. No, oh, very you're, good. I like that. You're operating. You're operating in three dimensions, not in two. Yeah. <clears throat> Number three, Robert the Usurper, nineteen point five. Okay. Really, yeah. really good score. Mm -hmm. Very deserved, in my opinion. Yeah. Number two, Aegon the Unlikely. Wow, he got really good. He got 19.5. Um, I'm happy he did. Like, I, I, I love it. Good generals. Very good generals. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were both good warriors, and they were also good generals. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And number one, Darren the Young Dragon. The only that one was, who got a perfect score, 20. Right. Because, because he, he, was, he, con he conquered Dorne. Didn't hold he conquered, it, but he yeah. You win the battle, but you lose the war. Yeah. yeah. Strange. Sad. The reality of, of glory. Well, in many, ways, it's, in many ways, it's kind of like what he was dealing with Dorne was kind of what Rome was dealing with with the Germans because oh yes yeah they started realizing that really Germania for all its for all its trouble it's not really worth conquering because the the natural resources are relatively limited we got wood and some steel but not much else and it wasn't a good strategic no province that was something that like later later modern historians note mm -hmm. in defense of not pursuing it right is like germany is like it's basically what is this worth in the end mm -hmm. is that eh. it's like not really anything yeah and to be honest germany wasn't the superpower until ages later it still yes. had it still was tribal essentially during the holy roman empire yes well that's a really big, deep tangent we could go hours on, but let's not. Yes. But everyone's like, what? We're, we're here for Westeros, so. We are here for Westeros. 
Basically, okay. Westeros, Westeros before Aegon the Conqueror was what Germania was like. Oh, well, yeah, like just any feudal society. Mm-hmm. Or just like just various city-states. Italy also was like that for a lot of its history. Um, that's a strange, tragic irony of after the Roman Empire, just Italy never, ever comes close to matching that. So, getting back, though. Yes. The lowest, though, in the warrior, who gets the ignominious honors? Oh, no. So, surprisingly high for him, 17, Joffrey the Illborn, with six. <laughs> you had, had Tywin and... He had Tywin... Uh... Like, he was no commander, so we didn't give him any points for that. I think it was just that, like... Well, it didn't... He wasn't completely a coward, and he could somewhat fight. Right. So, yeah. He's no he's no Rob Stark or Stannis Baratheon, but not no. bad. No. He's, yeah. No, he's pretty bad, but not horrendous. Um, 18, Viserys II, who got two. I think the reason why we did was, like, he was trained, but... but he never fought. Yeah, so we don't really know. Tie also, oh yeah, the next three are, it's a three-way tie, so 19 also, same score. Aeney is the first, he also okay. got two. Yeah, they, like, he didn't fight really either, trained, but didn't fight. Like, Tristane, Truefire, I, I'm yeah. surprised we gave him points, but he got mm-hmm. two. And then, like, Baylor the Blessed, zero. Yeah. And I was just like, well, we're like, well, he, he, I think he'd be comfortable with that though, because he didn't fight, and like he didn't want to fight. Right, he was such a pacifist that it didn't matter to him. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, getting to the main event though. Mm-hmm. So this week we have we have three dragons and one stag. Nice. Our one and only stag. If there's a theme in this one, looking at it. I think the best way to de- to classify this one is is that these are all people who are defined by war. Okay. Two are for fighting a war, one for causing a war, and w- one for surviving a war. So, the, this week we have Robert the Usurper. That one. Aegon the Unworthy. Okay. Oh, God. Rhaenyra the Half-Year Queen. Ooh. And last, but not least, Viserys II. Ah. So. Okay. Okay. My notes on, on them, just to refresh you and me both, is um, Robert the Usurper. I mean, he's kind of one of the more obvious ones, but yeah, we know what happened to him. But how yeah, much, but, how much but, intro is necessary? But intro, anyways. <laughs> he crushed the Targaryen dynasty after nearly three centuries of rule. He managed to defeat the Targaryens when Daemon and all the Blackfire pretenders failed. He crushed the Greyjoy rebellion. He's really good at fighting. Yes, he's a terrible king. Indebted the crown with exorbitant spending. 
left the realm on the cusp of a great civil war. Caused a great civil war when he died. No, that's technically Joffrey. Fair enough. Aegon the Unworthy. Attempted to war with Dorne, but his forces were wiped out by a storm. Had countless mistresses flooding the realm with his bastards. He allowed corruption to fester in his court. He openly doubted his only legitimate son's paternity. Praised his bastard son, Damon, and bequeathed the sword Blackfire to him, which spread doubt in many. And caused those stupid Blackfire rebellions. <laughs> and he and his, on his deathbed, he legitimized his bastards, creating a rival family for power that would plague stupid. the realm for a century. Stupid. Yep. You are not a fan of the Blackfire rebellions. I'm not a fan of rebellions because it shows instability. Mm -hmm. I think they're now, very fascinating, but like, yeah. Well, on the other hand, though, something like the like the Greyjoy Rebellion is more like a uh, an annoying uh, gnat. Yeah, it's not civil of, war. No. Although speaking of speaking, we got a quick tangent here for a moment. Whereas I, I looked up the, some stuff about the Greyjoy Rebellion. Yeah. I don't know whether Balon is stupid, is is stupid, or so blindingly just arrogant that he's delusional. Yes, that's my answer. Yeah. Um, we that I think that might be a future episode. Yeah. To directly tackle Balon. He'll be. But he. But yes. Suffice it to say, like it's preview for the future. The, he will be bashed a great deal. Yeah. Especially by me. Especially by me. Okay. Well, that's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. So, next, mm -hmm. we've talked a lot about her, including a recent great um, special guest episode. Yes. But, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Mm -hmm. So, she instigated the greatest civil war in the history of Westeros after her rightful claim to the throne was stolen from her. Managed to be the only person to oust a king from King's Landing. Right. Only woman in the books to sit on the Iron Throne and be hailed as the queen and ruler of Westeros. What? The TV show's uh, female bitch doesn't quite count? Of course, she didn't rule all of Westeros. Well, I said in the books. True. Listen, pay attention, dude. I know. Alienated the people and allies with her paranoia and thirst for vengeance. Lost control of the city and lost the majority of her dragons. And she was the only monarch to be eaten by a dragon. <sighs> yep. Traumatized her kid. Yep. Yep. -er. So, lastly, Viserys II. And why he tied into that theme of war is that he was one of one of the survivors of the Dance of the Dragons. Right. And he's also the only one that wasn't traumatized by the Dance of the Dragons because he was taken out so early. Yeah. But he is definitely a survivor. Yeah. And that, I think... I mean, we'll definitely have to find out in Fire and Blood Volume 2, but I think that did... The fact that he was not raised in Westeros... Right plays a huge factor in his life. Yes. 
So, Viserys yeah. II is is one of the interesting ones because he's our lowest scoring dragon. Yeah, he was handed. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to remember why we even named him a dragon. This might be getting into the into the melee debate, but oh, let, let me give you my notes first. So he was handed the king for three kings. That's why. He was de facto ruler of Westeros during the reign of Darren I and Baylor the Blessed. That's why. Managed his brother's sullenness, Darren's adventuring, and Baylor's mad whims. <laughs> Died under somewhat mysterious circumstances as he was at just as he at last became king. Considered by some to be one of the greatest rulers of Westeros, had he been king for a longer period, Maester Yandel argues he would have rivaled Jaehaerys the Conciliator. Mm. I do think that's on the money. Yeah. Because clearly, like, when you look at... Okay, let, let's start to get into it. And let's just start, talk let's about start the first and start the debate. Start with the yeah, so I think for, for for Viserys at least it's it's what we chose about him was that he's the secret dragon almost is that he's right. he's the one really pulling the strings right which in his which in his own way in a bizarre way actually kind of works against him in this debate of like who is the most influential king yeah. I mean, only because the, only because he spent so much time behind the scenes, and he was what he was off after what two years. Yeah, yeah, he was off like that. Yeah, well, <clears throat> maybe not off, but either way, only ruled in his own name for two years. Right, he only ruled in his own name. Again, we'll give him credit because. Well, no, I, I I definitely think he's one of the greatest rulers of Westeros, and he's definitely the greatest hand of the king. Oh, I'm down with like Blood Raven, but, but but again, we're talking who is the most influential, which is why what worked so well with Jaehaerys the first time kind of works against Viserys the second in this one. Because like what what is great skill and what made him a dragon was like it's like okay, nephew, can we just like tone it down on like this? Like I know you want to abolish this, but maybe we could just really suspend this or really decrease this right like oh you want to build this great sept um how are we going to pay for it it's like who's paying for this it's like oh well oh sure you can go to war with dorn darren yeah yeah okay yeah make sure make sure the contingency plans are just in case and uh oh uh raise the taxes in the north or something like that that's kind of his attitude yeah Unfortunately, I think he's. A, unfortunately, I think it's a case of like he's not really. He's not ruling with his own ideas, in the no. sense that he, he's enforcing other people's wills. And he's doing and, it to the best of his abilities. Yes, right. And and he's kind of you can you can almost hear him while he's doing this. You can almost hear him gritting his teeth and saying, "Oh, why me? Yeah, why oh. me?" Well, I mean, that's why Tyrion loves him is because he's because obviously Tyrion can relate of just like I am dealing with like these idiots, right? These idiots, like, like it's a sad and also like funny, terrible thing where like his brother, the Broken King, was the best of the three he he served under. Mm-hmm. Just like just because like like at least Aegon like had interest and was competent, right? 
Yeah, it's just like his sons were not. No. Or like, well, they were wild. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I, yeah, I think you talk. Yeah, it's just like it's sorry. Just like it's like the very fact that he's the secret dragon. Right. Is is what works against him. Yeah. So okay, of these three. Yeah. Of the three left. I have to. I have to give it a debate up for. Um, for Rhaenyra. No, sorry, Reyna. Why did I say Rhaenyra? No, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. It was Rhaenyra. For Rhaenyra, and ironically, Robert Baratheon. Those are my two. I think you're probably gonna get me to agree with you. I almost know. Like, I don't know. Like the one thing is like Aegon the Unworthy. Like, how much do though? Like, and we do have Darren, also. Right, and Darren, because Darren hasn't shown up yet. Hmm. It, well, I mean, but 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 like he definitely on his own deserved to be a dragon because of just all this willful misrule. Right. Well, here's okay. So again, like, we're going we're going by right. We're going by circumstances. Right, and we're going by circumstances again. Because look what happened in the last time. You had egg. You had. Baylor. Yeah. On their own, yes, we remembered them. At least we remember Baylor. Yeah. But compared well, to Greg, but yeah. But but hear me out though again. Compared to Magor and Jaharis, there is just absolutely no contest. Yeah. You know this what? Yeah. A- yeah. Because like the sheer impact of the Dance of the Dragons. Yes. And Robert's Rebellion. Right, is so apparent, yeah, and so part of a part of the history of Westeros, yeah. That he, again, you just can't compare them. Yep, you've talked me into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it is weird though because the Blackfire rebellions are also that. The Blackfire rebellions are also that, but at the end of the day, the problem with the the problem with the Blackfire rebellions is the Blackfire rebellions didn't work, and the Dance of the Dragons was. We'll put it this way. If there was a second Dance of the Dragons, Rhaenyra would be off. We wouldn't wouldn't hear about Rhaenyra. But there wasn't. Well, there might be. We're waiting, George. Or Martin, we're waiting. (laughs) Um, My point, and also Rhaenyra does does make the only one, only woman, to sit on the Iron Throne. So she's got those points going with her. Okay, well, I guess the, the reason why I'm why I'm comfortable dropping Aegon the Unworthy is <clears throat> is theoretically it's it, it's he's such a big captivating figure that like he can't be denied but oh absolutely but all his like consequences it's more just like that like he set the mess and then it's just you spend the next hundred years cleaning it up and truth truth be told by the time you get to Robert's Rebellion it's more or less cleaned up Oh yeah, well it's been cleaned up by then, but uh, then it's just like another new thing. Right. But whereas you feel with the Dance of the Dragons, and also let's face it, warring dragons against each other. I mean, talk about. Uh, it might have been terrifying to watch, but it, or be in, but you'd never forget that. Oh yeah, no, never. Oh no way, no no no. Like that. The thing is, like part of like this, the the stupid sexism of of the Westerosi though is like is like. Oh well, the reason why it was so awful is because we 
we let a woman be an heir to the throne. Like, we'll never do that again. That was why this, this war happened. Right. Yeah. So, I mean... Okay. It's kind, yeah. of, like, it's uh, kind of like... Well, this is... And this is where we got the debate where... So you've got someone who... Rhaenyra was only on the throne for six months. Yeah. But the fact that she was there at the height of the Dance of the Dragons... And a real active player, and like she, oh, yes. she was the only woman who sat on the Iron Throne, right? And, and the at the same time, she she ended up becoming a symbol of tyranny. Yes, in some ways. What is it, Megor with tits? Yeah, Megor with tits. God, we're going back to Megor again. Yep. <laughs> how how sad is it that it's the it's it's the psychopaths that always yeah. end up being our being for our debate? Well, no, but she isn't. She isn't a psychopath. No. No, like, I mean, we we talked about it when when we had the the wonderful episode with Chloe, but like, uh, like she she's a tragic figure. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, it's just like everything that Rhaenyra goes through. It's like, it's like yeah, I kind of don't blame you for going down this route, right? But I mean, let's face it, you had a rebellion with dragons. Yeah, and that, like that, yeah. So the impact of the dance with the dragons and. And what Rhaenyra is basically the the main figurehead of it mm-hmm. is so so impactful. Yeah, and she's such a much more captivating figure than obviously Aegon the Second. Right. And it's it's Alicent who and who's much more interesting, to be blunt. Um, but and even Aemond, who I hate. Yeah. Yeah, but, I would say even you hate Aemon. Oh, I despise him. Like, but on the other hand, but on the other hand, you've got the guy who ended it all, Robert Baratheon. Yeah. So this is a good question. So it's kind of like one who basically, I think what we're 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 going to be fighting over mm-hmm. in one way, Evan is like we're fighting over someone who who. Is the 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 figurehead and somewhat instigator of the end of the Targaryen superiority, right? And the near death of a dynasty, right? And then you've got the guy who really who destroyed did, the dynasty, who really did kill the dynasty, and he did it in one year. And like he proved that they weren't invincible, right. and like he was such a genius. And managed to do what Damon Blackfire and all his heirs could not do. Five freaking rebellions couldn't do. He did it almost almost with ease. Seemingly with ease, but that like that's how brilliant of a commander Robert is. Right. See, essentially, this is really tough. Because because like when we get to the the one problem though, Mm -hmm. is that. Once you get out of that, though... Yeah? Actually, okay, you know what? Here's the interesting thing. I'm listening. I might be... Even though I love Rhaenyra, and I love talking about her, right. and I'll have... I'll, I'll do, I'm willing to do seven more episodes with special guests to talk about her, but... Right. I think, in a way, Robert might be more impactful... I'm, I'm saying the same. He, because he has a second legacy. Right. He, it's it's not just that he replaces 
and deposes the Targaryen dynasty. Right. But then he also, his own reign, is able to rule for almost for almost two decades, and relatively unopposed. And what the, and unfortunately, the negative impact of that, of that reign is pretty that, extreme. Although at the same time, it's like it's also a testament to Robert of that the minute Robert is gone, everything blows up. Yeah. Of like there was factionalism building, and yes, that you can blame that on Robert, but you can also just say like, wow, Ro like as much as you like will criticize Robert, he's the only thing that kept you guys together. Wow. Exactly. And like, exactly. wow, you really hated each other. Yeah. And it was the just Robert. That, that the problem is they had a decade. They had a decade and a half for all those feelings to fester. And Robert, Robert didn't know how, or just plain didn't, if, if he cared or knew how, he sure as hell didn't do anything about it. He definitely, like, didn't know how. 100% didn't know how. And, like, that's, like, everything you read about Robert, it's like, it's like, it's like, John, help me. Like, I don't know what to do. Stannis, you do this. Oh, I'm not going to do what you say. Like, uh, Ned, 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 are you around? Ned, keep me out of Ned, this. Keep Ned. me out of this. It's like, keep me out of this. So just like it's like uh, I, I don't know what to do. Right. Uh, You've got the. Uh, he, he's like, got right. like sadly, it's like it's like as he says, like I'm a soldier. It's like uh, like if I can't kill the problem, how do I solve the problem? Right. Or so or, when like, it's a, or when it's a problem that you can't just kill, you have to actually negotiate. Yeah. Hmm. But at the same time, I want to say in Rhaenyra's defense Listening. is that it's such a humongous traumatic event and not to it mention really 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 defines so much it's just like it's like the targaryens were were this ticking time bomb that like astonishingly did not explode when right. when jaharis had so many kids and so many of them rode dragons and not to mention the not to mention the fact that I mean, this woman is trying to keep and succeeds to a certain extent the realm from tearing itself apart during a time where bloodshed, where it wasn't, it was, it really was blood and fire. Yeah, fire and blood every day. Every day for what? I mean, how long did the Dance of Dragons last? Over a year, at least. Exactly. Yeah, it was one horrific. Had, so, so let's let's put this in perspective. For let's let's kind of put this in perspective from a historical point of view. You basically got World War Two in one year. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Versus, I mean, more or less the War of the Roses. Yeah. The events, uh, here's here's how I describe it. And here's where here's really where things are tough. I think that the events that happened during Rhaenyra's era were far more impractical, uh, impactful. Yes. But Robert Baratheon as a person and how he shaped it is just a little bit higher. The events, the events are about the same, with Robert's being a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. But the fact that the guy pulled... pulled he destroyed a... a, a Legacy that lasted 300 years, built yeah. his own legacy, 
but somehow managed to make it fall apart almost instantaneously and lead to the greatest civil war since the Dance of the Dragons. I know he's not a dragon, but I, I may have to say Robert. It's so close, though. It's so unbelievably close. Well, no, he, he's a stag. He's a 100% worthy stag. He's a worthy stag, but, but compared to Rhaenyra, it's just so close. It is be- because, like, I'll say, like, in her defense, theoretically, I- I'm pretty much there with you for Robert, but I still have, like, some things that, at the same time, though, Rhaenyra is, like, she refused, and, like, she is such a captivating, like, it's really that she she was not like her, her aunt Rhaenys, who, who bitterly accepted like that she was passed over her birthright she was like no she actually not uh, not happening i am the queen i am the rightful queen you are not taking this from me i will go to war with you and so she brought upon the civil war although at the same time it's like it's interesting because it's like these titanic figures are clashing and like there's really big figures and big personalities are really there whereas robert Kind of stands a bit more alone as like a really big figure. Well, like amongst the, like, the, the dance of the dragons is the war, is a war of titans. Yeah, Robert's rebellion and kind of what happens after is kind of. Other than Rhaegar, it's like other than Rhaegar and Robert, who are obviously like because Ares is just like completely just right. It's just this yeah. rabid dog that everyone. Like, both sides know, it's like, yeah, I don't know, like, we have to get rid of this problem. Exactly. And so, like, that's one of the reasons why... I think something that might... No, well, maybe maybe Tad like Robert a bit more, even, is that he did fight, basically, to remove a mad king who just had to be removed. Right, but the, pro- but the other thing that we can say with Robert is, is that he really didn't have any plans after this rebellion. No. No. And truth be told, I don't think anyone did. No. Well, it was it was very much ad hoc. It's only about halfway through the rebellion that Robert says, oh yeah, I'm going to be king when this is all over. And we're kind of like, um... Well, anyone, was like, I, I guess, okay, yeah. Sure. It's like, is anyone, is anyone going to complain? He said, no, anything's better than Ares. And I was like, okay, bite your lip and keep going. Yeah. I, hmm. But, but then, like, also, it's the other legacy of, like, what you said of like of creating his own dynasty that then kind of collapsed on itself right. the minute he was gone. Mm-hmm. That's also like an interesting legacy, and that that is very uh, impactful. And, and too. also from what we, from what we can know from the books is giving a chance for the Targaryens to return. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know it's a close call, but I'm gonna have to say Robert is the more influential king. <sighs> I know this is hard, and this breaks my heart. But I think you are on the money. It's a ni- it's it, it's a nine versus a nine point five. Literally, it's that close. I think it's nine versus nine point one. Of just like the the only thing is like the dance of the dragons is so much more impactful. And I know. Well, but but in some ways than, than Robert's rebellion with the dance of the dragons. Though we had people who caused it, and we had also people who sort of took advantage of it. So that's something that's taken taken into account too. We just haven't run into. Yeah, it. I think the, what 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 sold me is like is my own argument is that unfortunately though, like Rhaeny- Rhaenyra is definitely one of the, one of the Titanic figures in it. Right. 
but like she's also there with 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 Alicent. She's also there with with Amond and Damon, and like a yeah. Laris Clubfoot and the Sea Snake and like all these big figures. So like she is she is a big fish, but she's in a big lake also. Right. It's, so it's, it's like, four it's four big it's it's four or five figures. It's it's a Titan it's she's she's one of the she's like the gods of Olympus. It's like, well Yeah. So like Yeah, that's a great metaphor and I, I like that. Like, yeah, it's like how do okay. you how do you fight that? I mean Robert is akin to a god of Olympus, but he's surrounded by mortals. Very yeah, yeah. Demigods, mortals, yeah. It's demigods like, mortals, and then it's like, well, like, the problem is, is that one, it's like the only one that matches him, obviously, is Rhaegar. So, right. yeah. And if, and if, and also let's compare this. If Rhaenyra had gone against just about anybody else, barring Aegon the Conqueror and maybe Jaehaerys, she probably would have won. Well, that's what we keep saying. And yeah, it's like a lot of these figures, it's, well, I wonder what we would have said of, of no, I think I would have gone for Rhaenyra over Magor. Yes, I would. It, it would have been close again. Again, it, it would have been, been close, close, but yeah, yeah. But this is the fun of the draw and like uh, the fun of the fun of the, like the melees and the debates. And the, this is why I love this right now. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, it does go to Robert because he is much more. Even though Rhaenyra herself is a huge, like, she is the one instigating everything. Yes, and creating it, and is a huge. Right. And unfortunately, and also, but, but, and also but, but she, but like Robert is like such a titanic personality and such a primal mover of events. He was, like, he was, he both, was both in, in defeating the Targaryens and then as a ruler in his like ineptitude. Yes. Of just being at the same time a good, uh, what we what we said because we scored him like he got high scores sadly on both the king and Madness. in Madness MS rule. So, like he was very much a competent king because, like when there were rebellions, he solved them. But when, and, but and, he was so, but he all, and he also knew it's like, look, guys, I. And drunk, I'm gonna keep drinking, whoring, and hunting until it kills me. You guys take care of my kingdom. I am gonna go find someone to. I'm gonna find someone to either put a spear in or put my willy. But he did also. He listen. He's a stag. <laughs> yes, he is a stag. <laughs> yeah. There's no he's denying that he's a he's good a... warrior and he's a great conqueror and a great figure yeah and i think because of that i again i have to i have to give him the edge all right yeah uh, i think so too yeah so robert passes yes robert you are going to the final round congratulations so next week we got our last three in the first round it's going to be another real, real tough one. Oh, no, because we got the Conquerors. Um, yep, we got... Aegon and uh, Damon. You got Aegon, Darren, and yeah. Ares the Second. Oh, no. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be really hard. It will be. So tune in next week. Thank you all for, for listening. See you next week.
you next week, everybody.